0: Hello, and welcome to the final podcast of the week. I forgot to clear the throat again. Never mind, I'll just carry on with all the snot in there. And what we do is a radio show, and then we turn the radio show into a podcast, and you've downloaded it. So now listen to it or not. It's very much up to you. All updates. Um, this A while ago, we were doing loads of detailed, nerdy updates about how the Shed Studio was coming along. And I managed to got the double glazing over there and then aircon over there. The latest is I my phone's now in the system. So we can start to use callers again, because this fader, and there's a little hum on it. You can't hear the hum at the moment. There's a hum on it, I'm fixing the hum. When I fix the hum, I'll be able to use phone calls again. Oh, Shed calls. Gonna go to the shed and speak to people on the phone. What do you mean weird? Anyway, so enough of that. That will happen at some stage. But meanwhile, here's what we did on the radio earlier today. What else are we doing? Oh, I know, Well, we'll talk about what's happening in the news. So there's loads of things. I did see a headline, I think it was in the I newspaper saying that Boris Johnson tells the next Prime Minister to go nuclear and go large. And I panicked, and I actually did read the article, and he was talking about power stations. Oh, thank heavens for that. You shouldn't have headlines like that. You need, Oh, you gave me a start. Otherwise, we'll be talking about um, the things that make you happy after a piece of research surprised me. Um, spoons, but not the cutlery thing, the, the weather spoons. Um, Phil has been emailing more weird news stories, so we'll read out one of his ones and something about vegetables. That's basically going to be a show. I know, when you read it out like that, it doesn't sound like it could be, but I think it will be. And happiness. We've been doing this for a while, trying to play, um, trying to give you news stories that make you happy. I even came up with a jingle for it. Happy news, happy news. And every time I did that, I found a news story that was miserable. We're trying a different tack today. A story about happiness. So in the news, happiness lasts longer after your favourite sports team wins a competition in comparison to hearing your partner say, I love you. <laughs> no, that's that's harsh, isn't it? So people get more joy from seeing their team win than their beloved saying, I love you. And you're like, yeah, right. Sorry, the football's on. A poll of 2,000 adults found that hearing those three sweet words makes people feel good for about four hours. But a boost from a win lasts nine minutes more. Oh, four hours and nine minutes. I'm sure there are more things to bring joy to a life. I mean, maybe it's not about lasting four minutes, four hours. But if if you have many small things that bring you joy, you could add up to longer. I don't really do football, so I don't know anything about that. But I'll tell you what. You know those little, um, they're called in America, Ziploc bags, I believe. I think maybe they call that over here. But you know that weird fastening? if ever you do one of those and it goes all the way across perfectly oh the joy oh i just had an asmr at my back oh just when it just seals in perfectly what are the small things that bring you joy it doesn't take much does it like for me if ever anything comes through the post and it's an envelope and i i don't open it like roughly with a thumb or a finger or not even with a key because that leaves a mess if i go and bother and get a really sharp knife and just Oh, it feels good. What are the small things that bring you happiness? You can get in touch on this. John gets in touch with his uh, uh, voicemail messages. Basically, you can send me a voice note if you track me down on social media. Right, what you got for us? The little thing that makes me happy, Steve, mm-hmm. is my four-foot-nine girlfriend. <laughs> oh, you're winning some brownie points for that one. Well, anything else? The little thing that makes me happy, Steve, yeah? is my tea lights. What? I like them every night and they save me an absolute fortune, mate. Right. Someone's been down Ikea, haven't they? That's what's happened there. For a while, cost of living crisis, how expensive fuel is and all of that lark. There's a thing in the Ronford Recorder. My newspaper column is all about the advice newspapers have been giving us. It's not really useful advice, but you can read that. The column's in the papers. And then this is in the news. Weatherspoons have pledged to keep all of their pubs open despite the rising energy costs. Good, but I'd like to know how they plan on doing it. Boss Tim Martin said something about Brexit, probably, but then he said, uh, Some pubs might be forced to close or only open during certain hours. We fully respect the difficult decisions that some will have to make, but Weatherspoons is committed to keeping all of our pubs and hotels open for normal hours. They do hotels? Do they do hotels. Uh, the cut-price boozer has 851 venues, 57 hotels, apparently. And I wondered if they're going to end up having to do things to absorb the cost, Because electricity is getting way more expensive. I'm now sat doing this show with only one light bulb on. Because it's radio, no one needs to see anything. Also, I turn the air conditioning off, so I have had to sit here in my pants, which means it's a good job I turned the lights off. But what are they going to do down spoons to try and save money? It feels like they've, they've already trimmed back a lot of the fat. The only thing I'm thinking is... Sometimes you go in there, and if ever you've tried to order their steak, it comes a little bit more well done than I'd like. And I bet you they don't do that these days. To save on electricity, all steaks, rare. As soon as it gets a little bit warmer, you can have it like this, mate. All soups, are gonna be that cold soup. Is it gazpacho, the one that they serve cold? It's all of them now. And if you want, you know, those uh, chips, they used to be twice fried or triple fried. Eh, maybe they're just microwaved. A quarter of millennials, by the way, this is me bringing you some news. The news that you might have missed. A quarter of millennials admit to not eating any fruit or veg some days. That's weird, because I thought the young people were all vegans these days. If you're a vegan and you're not eating fruit and veg, eh? Nuts. Is that it? You're just having nuts. You don't want to do that. That'll kick off an allergy. A poll of 2000 Brits found that 25% of those aged 29 to 39. Oh, I forgot that. Millennials aren't young anymore, are they? Some millennials are turning 40. They admitted they often go a day without their five a day. Gen Zers aren't much better with 22% avoiding veg. <gasps> that, oh, this is good. Now, age 55 to 65, were least likely to dodge fruit. Yeah, now I suppose I'm younger than that, but I I'm better than young people for once. Because I eat vegetables all the time. Because I've reached the age where if I don't eat lots of vegetables, and if I eat food I enjoy... I get fat. So, and young people don't have to worry about that. I remember being younger, eating whatever I wanted. I was still fat, but I, e- I ate it, and I couldn't tell the difference straight away. These days, there is no joy. But while I'm sitting around having no joy, at least we can all feel better about the fact, in one respect at least, we're better than the young people. I don't know if this is good news or bad news or whatever, but, but previously, where's the thing? Previously, in the week. Yeah, um we were talking about how not having a boss makes things better and napping at work makes things better and we when we first started doing this new version of the show there was a story that said around two o'clock in the afternoon is the worst time of the day the The worst worst part part of the the day. day um because everyone has a lull and our brains don't work as much and i always thought when people's brains aren't working that's when i should be on the radio but now Update on this story: A short, regular break from work boosts energy levels and improves performance, according to a study. A 10-minute micro break is what you need. It helps well-being as heavy workloads and longer shifts become increasingly common. So, in part, that's great because that's a good reason to take 10 minutes off. Just kick back. Just, I mean, the old days. Obviously, we used to take 10 minutes break by going to the toilet. I'm pretending I'm in there for ages. But now you can actually say, "No, I'm taking a break," and it. It means you don't need to smoke anymore, because there are loads of people who only smoke because it gets you out of the building for a while, isn't it? So I liked this until then I realised it means this research could convince some companies to give people 10-minute lunch breaks rather than an hour, which I wouldn't be at all surprised if that's what happened. No. Can't get a break in this world, can you? Things that make you happy, but the small things. After a piece of research said, if someone tells you they love you, it makes you feel good for about four hours. If your football team wins four hours and nine minutes but then i suppose if your loved one waits nine minutes after their football no waits 10 minutes after your football team won and then say it, they win in the long run it's about timing it's basically i think that's what we've learned today but what are the things that make you feel happy just the small victories for me things like when you can't quite be bothered to walk to the bin you screw up a bit of paper and think well, it's not going to go in and you throw it and just somehow whew, nothing but bin Ah, oh, it feels good What are the small things that make you feel happy? You can get in touch on social media and send me a voice note. Valerie, what you got? Hey, Steve. This is going to sound a little weird, but it's true. Yeah. It makes me happy to put out the trash. I don't know why. It just feels like a little release. Mm. I love the sound of the garbage truck emptying my bins and then taking the bins from the street back to the house. (laughs) You're right. That did sound a bit weird on many levels i'm not quite sure how but yeah, definitely yeah but anyway you're definitely welcome around mine every thursday night because bin day's friday morning for me but, well, it's not even every every other week come and do the bins every alternate week from that come and do the recycling either way it saves me a trip i've been keeping an eye on transfer deadline day the other day i don't know enough about football to know what it is but i do know that i was worried because i didn't realize it was just about football because it seems really popular and I did think at some stage they're going to start rolling it out to other things you know one day I'll find out that I've been transferred to I don't know different hours on this station or maybe there's been a swap and now Larry's doing the show and I'm doing entertainment news it's difficult to know you get a transfer you get home someone else living there oh channel 5 wife swap kicked in again everything so it's it's worrying I do worry then that because I think whenever there's an unnecessary change things just get worse Anyway, so we'll keep you across what's happening with Liz Truss winning the... (laughs) There it is. You can get in touch. Even when we're not on air, you know, trap me down, email me, all of that lark. And this has now led to a few things. Firstly, people getting in touch with voice notes on Facebook, and you could do it via WhatsApp and stuff, and that helps the show. And then people can email me as well. I've got a website, and then Phil's been doing this. Phil's now emailing all the time. Hi, Phil. Phil Brannan, who sent through enough emails with weird news stories to keep us going for a while, but since we've started doing this as a feature he's now sending through more so here's a new news story sent through by phil and the thing is i don't read these stories until i click on the link live on the radio so hi, the headline is tennessee highway covered in alfredo sauce after tractor trailer crashes so have a little look i open the links new york post oh beaut straight away this is the the line the cleanup could cost a pretty penny oh <laughs> An 18-wheeler loaded with Alfredo sauce crashed on a Tennessee highway on Tuesday, blanketing the road with a creamy concoction. The truck slammed into a retention wall. Don't know what that is. Let's have a look at the picture. Oh, dear. Alfredo sauce. I don't really know what Alfredo sauce is, though. So, hang on. Let me just Google Alfredo sauce. Have a look. I have to seriously type in definition afterwards. Anyway, what, what is Alfredo sauce made of? Uh, it's simple Italian pasta sauce originally made with Parmesan cheese, butter, salt and pepper. Ah, uh, because I was hoping it would have milk in it, because then you could do the no point crying over spilt milk joke. But uh, an American style Alfredo sauce is richer because it has cream. We'll do it anyway. Well, there's no point crying over spilt cream. Thanks, Phil. And that's your podcast over and done with no podcast only material today. Oh, well, somehow. You will, you'll cope, won't you? Um, so, if you'd like to get in touch, and email me like Philip does, the email that we're using for the off-air stuff, because I do most of the prep in the shed, so it's me at mrstephenallen.co.uk. You can track me on social media at Allen, Twitter, TikTok, some new videos on there that have been fun. Uh, Instagram, I don't do a lot on, but you know, I'm not photogenic. You with a face like this, come on, it's the wrong medium for me. But you got to be on there, ain't you? and uh, other than that, have yourself a good one. Till next time. Bye.